Hello and welcome to another podcast. Oh, I need to clear my throat. <clears throat> what a terrible start. And if you're okay with that, then you'll love the rest of this podcast. So I did a radio show earlier today. Did a couple out. Well, not a show. I was on Times Radio chatting about the news. That was fun. And then the Time FM one, where we do whatever we whatever it is. It's kind of radio. Technically, it's broadcast. So it is radio. And it sounded an awful lot like this. We're talking bonfire night stuff today, which is why we picked this special bonfire night music. Every time it's the same one. So I've come up with some questions that we could do for a phone-in to do with bonfire night. Whose effigy would you like to burn? Let's see how long we can keep that phone-in going before we have to stop it for Ofcom reasons. I don't imagine it won't be long. But whose effigy? Because it's bizarre, isn't it, that if you saw other, other nations doing this, you'd think, what a bizarre and backward ritual that they take an effigy of a person and they burn it. What is this, the Middle Ages? And yet the fact that it happens in Lewis, we're like, no, it's quite good, isn't it? I wonder, wonder who they're going to do this year. So whose effigy would you burn? We'll try and see how far we can get down the path with that one. What else have I written on my list? Why does anyone like fireworks? Are you not over fireworks yet? Because for me, I saw fireworks when I was young. I was like, oh, wow, they're pretty good. And I see it now. I've seen them. Unless they've invented a new firework, I'm, I don't know why people care. There's some fireworks happening. This will happen in the middle of a conversation. You'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, oh, sorry, fireworks out that window. Yeah, I've seen fireworks. But you've not heard this conversation. Maybe you want to focus? Anyway. Third question. Bonfire foods. We could do a phone-in about bonfire foods because this time of year is synonymous with... My grandmother used to cook this weird bonfire toffee stuff. I don't really know what that is. But if you know the recipe for that, email it through, because I'll have a crack at making that. Mushy peas. Maybe we need to discuss, should mushy peas even be a thing? They're kind of synonymous with this year. So bonfire synonymous foods. Bonfire synonymity. And what else is my other question I wrote down? I sat in a coffee shop today, writing things down. Um, how would you overthrow an elected government? That was it. Because clearly, Guy Fawkes, he had some ideas, but poor follow-through. How would you... I don't... What's that? We can't ask that one? Okay, so it's just three phone-ins today. Already, one of them's through. Gary gets in touch and says, Hancock. Says Gary from the mall. Now, I don't know if this is whose effigy you'd burn, what you'd like to eat, or how you would... Well, hmm. We're doing a Bonfire Night special, which is why we're using the Bonfire Night special background music. Same stuff we always use, but, uh, you know, Bonfire Night. So the question's on the board. One of them is... What's the, what's the deal with fireworks? Why do you like fireworks? Because a lot of people do. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I definitely... My big problem with fireworks is when you're driving and there's a big flashy one behind you and then two weeks later you get a £60 fine. Three points on your licence. I don't like that one. The rest of them, okay. But I'm still interested as to why, doesn't matter how old you get, how many years you see fireworks for. And these days, it's not even just like one night a year there's fireworks. Drop of a hat, someone's popping off a Catherine wheel. So I'm not really sure if that's how the young people celebrate these days with a with the Roman candle. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm surprised we're not more over it when you get to a certain age. I'm in my 40s now and I've seen a lot of things go... So, 01708741075, your thoughts on the phone. Hello. Afternoon, Steve. Sean Beck. So, Steve, what I used to do, I was quite lucky, because my old house, I lived near the, um, Cologne, near the rugby club in Romford, and they used to have the main one in Romford, and I used to look out with off window and get a free fireworks show for the last 20 years. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. 
So that was all right. But yeah, organised fireworks shows, I think, are quite, um, quite pretty all right as it goes. But have you not seen fireworks by now? I'm just like, yeah, I get, I've seen them. Well, yeah, 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 I've seen them. It's just wonderment, isn't it? It's just the pretty lights up in the sky, isn't it? But where I've just moved into Pilgrim's Hatch, Brentwood, and everyone's up in all because they've all got pets and that, and they're all saying, oh, the animal sanctuaries around here, and all these youth letting fireworks off. Don't they think of the animals and all that? It's crazy. Yeah. They'll keep the chat group, but all of these people, basically, have got too much time on them, and it's moaning all the time. Well, that's what we're doing on the show today, as always. Yeah, there we go, yeah. So I've just gone from home to home, basically. Yeah, I'm the bringer of joy, it's what I do. Uh, all right, cheers for that. 01708 I also don't see a lot of live TV these days. Do they still show the advert about not going anywhere near sparklers that can still be hot? Because that was a mainstay of my childhood. Um, also, we might end up talking about... Uh, the issue up in Yorkshire where their county cricket club has appointed a new chairman. I, I don't really know what to say about cricket because I don't really know a lot about cricket. I'm not a massive fan. But I will say this. If ever there's a sport that you improve it by playing substantially less of it, it's not a good sign, is it? You go from five days to like T20. Do the extrapolation. Eventually, the ideal cricket is no cricket at all. In the papers, Hollyoak star, we mentioned this yesterday, Hollyoak star Sarah Jane Dunn giving an interview about having to leave the soap because of a raunchy website thing. She admits that it wasn't her decision to leave the soap, which I thought that was the story yesterday, but according to that, no, it wasn't her decision. Honestly, the bare-faced cheek is one of the reasons I subscribed. You know the, you know the rest of that joke, you can see. See that joke coming a mile off. Before we get into talking about more of these bonfire stories, I, I'm i annoyed by something. If you don't mind, I'm just going to get it off my chest. Which is the other reason. No, I don't. So before the start of the show, I'm going to name brands here, because why not? I'm on a rant. I often go and get a little, uh, little drink, a little fizzy drink, fizzy pop, from the WH Smiths. I like to have a fizzy pop every so often. I treat myself. And it's like there's a game going on between me and the lady who serves me. Because she keeps trying to give me the voucher for the McDonald's thing. I don't want it. I don't want the, the voucher for the McDonald's thing. And the other paperwork that she wants to try and give me. And a receipt. Oh, what? A receipt for a fizzy pop? Yeah, I'll just send that to my accountant who'll throw it away. Right. So I don't want the receipt. I don't want any of the bump. I just want a drink without the paperwork. So today, I bought, bought a couple of drinks and needed to get a bag. I did not have my bag for life with me. And we've been playing this back and forth game. Do you want a receipt? <laughs> I don't want anything. Doing all this for weeks. It's like uh, Bruce Willis and uh, Sybil Shepherd. It's got that kind of vibe, that kind of moonlighting vibe going on, right? So today, I put my drinks on the counter, and she says, do you want a bag? I was like, yeah, actually, I'll have a bag, thank you very much. So she's, uh, and I'm watching her, she gets the bag, opens it up, puts one of my fizzy pops in, puts the other fizzy pop in. I got four of them, you don't need to know why. And I thought, brilliant, I got away with it. Do you want a receipt? No, I don't want a receipt, actually. You can keep that receipt. Walked all the way here. During the last couple of songs, went in to get some of my fizzy pops. She's put the McDonald's voucher in the beep bag. Oh, clever girl. Well, next time we'll see, won't it? You mark my words, the war is on. This means McDonald's war. I can't believe I was outdone. I mean, if this was a special April Fool's show joke thing, we could be that'd be on topic. It's not really good for bonfire. Although I'll get that out of the bin. I'm going to take that thing home and burn it tonight. There's my bonfire. Quick update on the WH Smith situation. 
Martin comes up with a lovely plan because it seems to be this woman's life work to be the opposite of a pickpocket. I don't even notice, and yet somehow she has secreted upon myself a voucher for McDonald's. And I'm fine, thanks. Oh, she manages to get him in there. Martin says I should start paying in cash and just slip one of the vouchers back to her. <laughs> uh, with three pounds, please. There you go. And just fold it up inside the fiver voucher. There you go. Get yourself something nice. Treat yourself. Karen in Harold Hill says, Steve, stop calling them fizzy pops when we all know they're alco pops. Well, let's, you have no proof. I can neither confirm nor deny. But I might need some for tonight because we're talking about bonfire night. Whom would you burn an effigy of? Uh, we've got a vote coming in. Gary the Plasterer, not a fan of uh, London Mayor Sadiq Khan. <sighs> the problem with that, though, is um, emissions. I don't think you can have a bonfire in the ultra-low emission zone. Surely not, can you? Because some of us aren't even allowed to drive in that part of London because of emissions. Surely you can't set fire to something. And when are we going to have a chat about the phrase ULES not being an appropriate abbreviation? Well, we'll do that for another day. Gwen Stefani, The Sweet Escape. Still bothers me that there's the lyric, You melt me down, I'm at my lowest boiling point. No, no. If you're being melted down, you're at your melting point, the solid to liquid transition. Whereas if you're at your boiling point, you're going from liquid phase to the gas phase. Know your enthalpy differences, Gw uh, whatever your name is, uh, Gwen, Stefani, get it right. If you're going straight from a solid to a gas, you're undergoing the phase transition called sublimation. I mean, don't they teach them anything at singer school these days? Thank you for getting in touch with we're doing a bonfire special. Some of the phone-in topics we've got going on. Whose effigy would you burn? How would you overthrow an elected government? <laughs> Even the podcast of this has got to get taken down. Uh, but also bonfire foods. What? I think there are certain foods that are synonymous with having the old bonfire. Are we in chestnut ter territory yet? Does that happen now? I don't know. Your thoughts always welcome. Email on air at time1075.net. Kevin in Hornchurch says, Afternoon, Steve. As a kid, we had bonfires on the derelict bomb sites. Well, that's not safe. So I didn't think that uh, Penny for the Guy was such a good entrepreneurial idea. Only sold a couple of them. But did enjoy Blue Peter's Follow the Firework Code, though. Um, thanks and always close the lid. Kevin in Hornchurch. That's, that's what you do. Speaking of toilet-related things, as we often do on the show, I, you know, because we're right, we're doing a bonfire special. Last time we were talking, it was probably the Halloween special where I was moaning about kids come, coming around my house trying to nick my sweets. I've got my sweets. You can jog on, mate. And turns out no one actually came around. So I, all week I've been eating a lot of sweets, like a box of heroes or, I don't know. There is a side debate to be had about roses and heroes don't need to exist. It's one or the other. Because in the roses, you get the dairy milks, and in the heroes, you get the dairy milks. What? It's weird, isn't it? It's like when Sam Malone turns up in an episode of Frasier. No. So anyway, I've been eating a lot of uh, chocolatey sweets. You can probably tell there's sugar in my diet right now. And I put the wrappers, tiny little wrappers, in my pocket. And I was walking around the house, and then... Last night, after I got back in from the gig, I was like, oh, I've got some wrappers in my pocket. And, sorry to be gross, but I was in the bathroom at the time. I was in the bathroom on the toilette. And I thought, oh, I've got the wrappers in my pocket. Took them out and put them in the bathroom bin. 
just received a text message from the other half saying, "Eating chocolates on the toilet? It's a new low." I didn't eat them on the toilet. No one would eat. I'm a wrong and and even I wouldn't eat chocolates on the toilet. You're asking for a mix-up, aren't you? But I like the fact that she thinks I could be that kind of person. Right, if you'd like to get in touch, you can email on air at time. Yeah, you know I'd like to burn. Who's that? Savile. <laughs> I can't say that on the show. Why the? Oh, I mean, the podcast is going to have a lot of Savile stuff in it again, but the show is oddly not going to have... I know, I know, but I have to say it, mate. We've got to say it, you know. I bet there's a few of them made as well, I'll tell you. It must, it must be quite dry by now. We go up like kindling. Yeah. All those uh, all of those polyester tracksuits he wore as well. Woof. <laughs> My earlier comments about cricket being improved by playing less of it, which I stand by mathematically, you know, you, cricket goes on for five days. How do I make it better? Let's get it down to like a day's worth. Well, I'll tell you what you've done there. You've removed four days of cricket and you've improved it. You know, keep that maths going forwards. You'll work it out. You'll work it out. Although I think Ted in Elm Park, not a fan because he says, um, afternoon, Steve. Oh, that's just not cricket. And you're right. My idea of getting rid of cricket would not be, it wouldn't be cricket which is the best cricket there is. I think we're trying to divide one over zero here for a bit, so that's getting a bit uh, a bit tricky. Your email's coming through on air at time1075.net. One of the topics that we're talking about... Oh, that killed that, didn't it? One of the things we're talking about today is in part of our bonfire special, which effigy would you go for? And there are two ways to answer this. One would be, what's the easiest one to make? Because then there would be, you know... You could get something that just looks like Mr. Blobby must be relatively easy to whip up. You know what I mean? You don't have to go into details. You don't do a Michelangelo and then burn the thing, do you? But then Sydney says, um, I would burn an effigy of myself. Interesting. He says, when it's on the bonfire, I drop to the floor, roll around screaming, why are you doing this voodoo? Well, that would upset the missus, wouldn't it? Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, back in the day when picnic bars were larger... You took one to the pub, unwrapped it, and placed it at the bottom of the toilet bowl along with some paper. You were almost guaranteed for a free cubicle all night. And if you've no idea why we're talking about that, probably better off, aren't you? I was talking about the fallout of Halloween. The trick and treating, right? We all know I'm not a big fan of giving away sweets. And also, I don't mind the idea of the trick. We talked about this the other day, right? Kids come round, trick or treat? No, get lost. These are my sweets. Because that's how I normally talk when I'm not doing my radio voice. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm going to throw some toilet roll at your house. And then I'll go outside the next morning, roll it all up. Thank you. Put this on the stockpile. So I was looking forward to Halloween, and it turns out no one came round. So I was left with a box of roses and a box of heroes. And because they're both Cadbury's, or as I believe we say these days, Cadbury. Why do we not put the S on anymore? Weird. Um, I didn't realise there's overlap, because the dairy milk appears in both. So I don't know which one I've been eating. I've got a pocket full of dairy. I don't know which one I've been in. And the little chocolate declare things in no place. Why are you doing that? Because everything else is meant to be a small version. Miniature heroes. The chocolate declare thing is the same size as normal ones. What kind of idiots do they have in their board meetings? I don't know why I let this stuff get to me. But anyway, let's see what happens when we go to the phones. 01708741075. Hello. Damn. Now, why didn't you have this discussion slash conversation yesterday mm-hmm. about 
tins of sweets. Yeah. I've gone out today, and in Tesco's, other shops are available, two for seven. Two I've for seven? Heroes, uh, yeah, two for seven pound. Oh, I'm with it. Heroes, Roses, Celebrations, and Equality Street. And now you're telling me they're all intermingled. Yeah, there's crossover. Now I'm stuck with a dilemma, mm. aren't I? To yeah. return or just eat them. No, that's not a dilemma, it's eat them. But, yeah. but okay. for everyone else. Yeah, that, that was what I came to, actually, so yeah. I'm glad we agreed. Now, I've been told, um, I'm reliably informed by the missus, that these are supposed to be for Christmas. Ah. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very long way away. The only thing with them now is they put, like, a plastic seal on the top of them now, and all, wouldn't they? I think you need to go and buy some more yeah. and no, swap them out. Just drill an hole in the box. Just drill an hole. There's always a way around it, mate. More than one way to skin a cat, you know that. Like blowing out an egg. <laughs> drill an hole in the top, hole in the bottom. <laughs> just, yeah, just a little axor blade, a little mini axor blade. You can buy them from most craft shops. Hobby craft sells them. Other mm. shops are available. Yeah, we're not on the BBC, but thanks for this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then just plug it back up. No one will know any difference. And then when it comes to Christmas, and I open them, I go... She's getting less and less of these tubs, <laughs> isn't they? <laughs> See? Don't we do that every year? Do that every Fantastic. year. There's, I swear there's less in these tubs every year. There's you're the, the reason thinking, son. You're the reason that people think wagon wheels are getting smaller, because you just go in and nibble around the edge. <laughs> I like See it. that? Whose effigy would you like to burn on a bonfire? And Debbie says, I would burn an effigy of you, Steve, because of your rude, rude comments about Tilly Ramsey. Don't start that again. I trust that you're joking. But these days, I'm not too sure because the Sun website was not joking. On the uh, facebook thing as well, you can get in search in Facebook, and we get one that says, Afternoon, Steve. Hello. So the news reports pupils have done a bunk from school to protest at COP26 held in Glasgow regarding their future and climate change. Very commendable, says our correspondent. I live near Upminster Town Centre, and the school run is causing hold-ups back to Park Drive. Maybe the pupils... I'm going to start adding a bit more um, irate rantiness to the, the quality of the voice, because I think it's appropriate. Maybe the pupils in school in Upminster should tell their parents to be eco-friendly and leave their vehicles at home. P.S. This happens every morning and evening, Monday to Friday, during school term. Mr. Grumpy from Upminster. Happy times. No, I know what you mean. What bothers me... In general, I'm all for saving the planet because it's where I keep most of my stuff. But... Seeing what's been happening up at COP26, some of it just seems a bit pointless. You're like, okay, I guess you've got to go through the motions, whatever. Seeing Greta in that chant where she was saying, you can shove your climate change up your... um, Do we have the sound effect already for the beep sound that replaces the swear word? You can shove your climate change up your... Yeah, well... I don't think that'll fix it. I'm no expert on uh, methane release, but I think you're going to make that worse, but... What bothers me is that at some point in the future, I have faith, I'm one of the technically minded people who think that the problems of climate change will be fixed by technology. Some absolute whiz with their glasses and their lab coat and their long hours staring at a screen just getting them in the face will invent some sort of voltage, what what they called, the solar cells. The 
photo photovoltaic cells, those ones. They'll invent one that can just suck the energy out of normal, like low levels of light and brilliantly fix all of the problems. And you know who'll get credit for it? Greta who never went to school. No, that is not making us want to knuckle down and learn about science. How should we fix climate change? By working out what technology will fix it or by going on a march and telling people to shove the climate change up there um well, you know it from your elbow it's a step in the right direction keep an eye on the small stories in the papers that you might have missed like this story of a rat that climbed up a drain and ended up in a woman's toilet bowl she put um, pictures of it online on tiktok imagine that you turn around you see a rat in the toilet bowl you must end up thinking to yourself i really should chew my food more Diana Ross, Lionel Richie, Endless Love. A beautiful song, a beautiful moment, ruined by the next headline from the mirror that I was going to read out, which is Uranus visible to naked eye tonight as its op- opposition with the Earth, which just goes to show you can take a beautiful moment and ruin it even with facts. That's true. If you nip it out tonight, sadly, it's some, there's quite a lot of cloud cover, but according to the mirror, um, Uranus is visible to the naked eye tonight as the opposition with the Earth kicks in. So, who would have thought you'd have seen that in the mirror? Well, actually, now I say that out loud. So there's your podcast done for another one. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Did it motivate you for a run? Um, I went for a run earlier today, and uh, I think I've even tweeted about this. Personal best 5K. Personal best 5K. Admittedly, that's not saying much. Just because it's the fastest one I've ever done doesn't mean that it's not technically only just within like your, your average speed of what humans can do. But still, didn't die. Not yet anyway. I'll tell you uh, next podcast if I did. But until then, get yourself subscribed to at Mr. Stephen Allen, wherever you find that on social media or wherever you find this podcast in post- podcast universe. And until next time, goodbye.